0: Welcome to Concafe. Cafe. I'm Pastor Eddie Valverde. Thank all of you for your prayers for myself while I was under the weather, and for my wife Nellie, who missed church today because she's still not feeling well. I was feeling well enough to to be there and and worship with a dear friend and a colleague, a former member of my church and. Harlingen, Reverend Gil Paredes, he was with Valley Praise, which was our satellite campus out of First Methodist, and Gil felt called into ministry and has served a uh, uh, couple of churches, and he's now at El Messias United Methodist Church in Floresville, and so Gil, we were so glad to have you at church, and I was glad to have lunch with you and, and catch up and I uh, have been asking prayers for his wife, Diana, who is uh, awaiting a kidney transplant, pray that all goes well, and doors open quickly for our sister to get um, that organ that she desperately needs. Well, I hope all of you had a chance to go to church uh, today. This is being recorded on Sunday, as it will go out early tomorrow morning, and it's uh, a devotion I'm calling John the Preparer. And it's based on the gospel reading of Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 through 11. So let's hear now what God's word says to us, starting with uh, verse 2. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come? Are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see a prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written. See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly, I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This is the word of God. We're the people of God. And we say thanks be to God. So I bid you a happy Monday. Dear listener and dear reader, if the joy of the Lord is your strength in any day, especially Monday, can be a happy day, I pray the joy of Jesus in you gives you the joy, strength, courage, and boldness to face any day. And may the peace and the pace that the Lord shares shape your week for productivity and blessing. On social media I saw Grandpa exit from a terminal, I wasn't sure if uh, it was uh, a bus or an airplane, but there was a sign his grandkids had put up who had not seen him for two years and the sign said, welcome home from prison, Grandpa, we missed you, Gulp. I don't know how I would have reacted to such a sign even if I had been in prison. It'd be something like that that my grandkids would do even though I may have been coming back from a church meeting or something. But, you know, there's no telling if this was truly a grandpa who had been in prison for a couple of years and they just said, We missed you, Grandpa. Welcome home from prison. I think I would be a little bit embarrassed and sort of bashful about admitting that I may be wrong but not all people react to all things like me nor do they need to but being in prison does change your life I believe I've shared how when in Rotary in San Antonio San Antonio Police department officer in a cruiser came to my office at Trinity United Methodist Church and arrested me I was taken to a jail in a shopping mall and I'm using arrested in jail in quotes and there in my jail cell, I had a phone to call friends and church members. Oh, excuse me. Oh, to bail me out. <clears throat> it was a scholarship uh, raising event for which we were raising the money, but the impact of the experience stayed fresh with me. Uh, thankfully, my church members and friends quickly uh, raised the money, and uh, I was released uh, from prison or from jail uh, quite uh, quickly, and uh, I thank God for faithful members and dear friends uh, for bailing me out of jail back then. I can only imagine, as I did then, what it would be like to really be locked up and have no idea as to when one could leave. John the Baptist, who was the cousin of Jesus, was locked up and he knew there would probably be only one way that he would leave that prison, and that would be as a dead person. One's mind wanders and asks all the wrong things, and to be in prison and to hear things as John was probably made his mind wander even more, so the question John asked Jesus is not too far off. Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Now think about it, John, the Baptist's parents knew what he was going to do with his life. His Aunt Mary, the mother of Jesus, also knew. And as John grew up with the full knowledge that he was the one chosen by God to prepare the way of the Lord, he was realizing that uh, this is indeed what I will do, prepare the way of the Lord. And he probably learned that his baby cousin Jesus was the Lord. Remember, he reluctantly baptized him because he already knew and respected that Jesus was the Lord and the Messiah and he had seen the progress that Jesus made and the plans and purposes of God in his life John was then later arrested for criticizing Herod and his lifestyle namely that he was living with his brother's wife even though they were not married and John was very vocal about that criticizing that and so uh, Herodia his brother's wife's name, asked John to arrest him. And later on, we know what she further asked of Herod. So John had an idea that things would not go well with his life. And as he heard about Jesus and what Jesus was doing, he wondered, have I truly done what God wanted me to do with my life? And this was a normal reaction that comes to so many. It was said that the Late Mother Teresa doubted towards the end of her life if she had truly done what God wanted her to do. So much good was done by that, that little old lady in Calcutta for those whom no one else even saw or wanted to touch. She brought humanity to them and blessed them even as most of them died. So John wonders and he asked and Jesus responded, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them, and blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. John had heard, John had even seen, but the confirmation that he needed was shared with him. Jesus knew that his cousin would die, but he also knew that John would be given the gift of eternal life in the kingdom of God. Now Jesus, after he sent the messengers to answer John, continued his evaluation and affirmation of John. That John was not a shaky reed blowing in the wind. He was a stalwart of faith, faithful, bold, and bowed to no one, not even Herod. His very dress, Jesus says, gave proof to his calling and work. Jesus further jabs at those who live in palaces who ha- just happened to be the ones who were holding John prisoner and who would ultimately order his death. John was a prophet, Jesus declares, with all the rights and privileges thereof. He was mentioned in Scripture, the Lord said, and his place is secure in the annals of the history of faith. Even his birth has blessed his mother. And yet those who believe and do what God has asked of them will hold a greater place in heaven." Wow! Quite a humbling thought, faithfulness that leads to fruitfulness will reward those with a fullness of life for all eternity. We sometimes think, I've not done enough, but brothers and sisters we should leave it to God and onward we should continue to love, care, support, reach out and live as called by Christ. It may seem like an insignificant ripple in a large body of water, that small act of kindness or love that we may do for someone in need. But the ripple may bring life to someone who is lacking life. And we may never never even see it here, but when it counts, we will know that we were a blessing to God. Today, after church, as I mentioned, I had lunch with a dear friend who is now a pastor in Floresville. He shared how some things I had shared with him back when I was his pastor in Harlingen had impacted him and allowed him in his own call from God to serve in the local church. To be honest, I had no recollection of any of it. I just thank God that it blessed someone. And so it will be with you, dear dear listener, dear reader. Do something good, do something kind, do something meaningful to someone in need. But you do it not for affirmation or acclaim, you do it because that's what Christ wants. And one day, one day you'll know. Let's pray. Loving God, I thank you for John the Baptist and his faithfulness. Mold me into being faithful and fruitful like him in what I do. I want to make a difference in whatever way I can. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And I prayed it for you, so the you and the I refers back to you. So, dear listener, have a great blessing in the Lord, and ask yourself this question. What can I do to prepare further the way of the Lord among those whom I know? Receive my blessings of love and peace. I'm Pastor Ali Alibay. May the Lord bless you and keep you.